This is Preach Freedom by Alex Mole. Let's get talking. Holistic in holistic ministry, I was doing care, but I realized that there are so many aspects of care. There is um, um, mental care, there is social justice care, and all that. So I'm dwelling on social justice. I actually created a website which you can see. It's called preachfreedom.com, okay. and it's it's a website about my dissertation, and I'm going to be kind of um, loading it up from time to time. It's called preachfreedom.com, and. I'm excited because I was like, wow, you know, what a, an opportunity to write on this topic. But Brother Gladstone, let's not forget that the issue of, of, of justice in America, social justice, was led by the church for many years. Martin Luther King was a pastor, was led by the church, even though the modern day setting denominations do not emphasize it. Some other churches do. And the reason why it's not emphasized in an area like South Florida is because there are a lot of uh, Caribbeans here. The African-Americans like in Atlanta, you find in Chicago, New York, actually preach about this quite often. Um, it's very common, you know, it's just yeah. a lot of times we have not, it hasn't hit home. Yes, like in, in, one, in, one, in one sector of the, um, the denomination, I should say, we have to emphasize on that because like even there's a split in that, the, the black Americans, they are strong like a Martin Luther King and all yeah. that. Um, that while other denomination yeah. pray and go to the pulpit, but then they they don't take the stand that should be. That's all I'm saying. That's I'm, true. I'm, I'm, and truly and it's it's not coincidence, Brother Glaston, simply because it hasn't hit us home like it has this time around. But you know, Pastor Tom is taking the next steps, you know. Even me, that I, I have faced, I think you have faced discrimination. I, every one of us in this crowd faced discrimination, you know, but it doesn't hit home like it did, you know. Um, and some people um, face Chris um, in church, Chris and, and, and staff were saying the other day he went to Parkland and he was driving and a police officer stopped him and asked him, hey, what are you doing in this neighborhood? And he said he came to drop a friend off. It didn't dawn on him until he left that the police was indirectly saying, I don't expect you being black, looking that way to be living in Parkland because you, you don't belong here. So, and those are, you know, racial undertones that we ignore, we just brush it aside because it's not part of our reality. Let, let, me, let, let me not over talk here, I know Wayne, who is African-American, can speak into this as well, Brother Wayne. Actually, Pastor Tom, I'm not African-American. I was born in Trinidad, but been here oh, okay. most of my life. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, when I look at the whole thing, you ask what's the lesson, and I, you know, I, you know, I have the opportunity, I'm on a weekly call with other believers in Africa and Asia, uh, and one of the things I've seen is how God has been able to, in the last few months, been able to humble all of the countries. I mean, he allowed this for a reason. And you see the impact. I mean, a few months ago, people, you know, things were just going really well for some countries and people going about their lives. And, and how he's been able to get everyone's attention with this. Uh, and everyone's, every, we're just people, just, countries have just been paralyzed. Uh, 
uh, now that we're uh, we're coming out of this, there's going to be a lot of economic issues, a lot of unemployment, a lot of a lot of needs that are that people are going to be searching. So I've really been 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 really struck by how God has been able to to just allow that, and it just gives you some insight of. And even looking at the United States, when you look at, I've never seen this country like this, uh, and it just shows you how it really portrays. If God were to really release judgment, uh, let's say in the United States, how easily it could be done. And some would even say how close we are to it. I don't know. Uh, but we, when it comes to discrimination, and one of the things I've, I've learned, when you look at history, it wasn't just the blacks in America that weren't given any land. It was the blacks in the Caribbean as well, because slavery was there. Uh, the blacks in Brazil as well weren't given, uh, they weren't given any land. After slavery was done, there was what they call indentured laborers, who were mainly Indians and Chinese who came over. They worked for five, six years, and they were given property. Uh, so it's something that is that has gone on for some time. But you know, we look at that, and I, it, it's a heart issue. It's, we all know it's a sin issue. If you go into Central America, Central South America, and I've been out there, and there you really see not only the discrimination against the the native Indians or the natives, as they would call them, but you also see the poverty, and and it, it really strikes you at, at the you really see how evil the sin of discrimination really is because these people are on the on the borders of society; they have no voice, and they've been that way for generations, and it just continues, and it just it just steals in your mind that you don't you don't want to you just hate anything related to discrimination, whether it's black, 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 white, or white, black discrimination. Yeah, it's it just, I just don't want any part of it. And and to see what's happening now is just heartbreaking because you see a lot of young people who are just clearly frustrated with what's going on. And then they're being fed a diet of things that tells them that that it's not gonna get any better. That it, and, and, and so there's no alternative and so they react. And it's really unfortunate to see all of this, and it's hard. But I don't know if sitting down and talking about it is going to change anything. I think, I think we, you know, there's prayer, and there's also action that we need to take. But at the same time, though, um, you know, it, it's, it's just one of those things that that we're not going to get rid of. It's always going to be there because it's in the heart of men. What we need to make sure is that when it, when we find it, that we take action to expose it, and that we also be an example. Um, that we don't allow ourselves to fall into that pattern of thinking or that pattern of behavior. Right. By the way, you know, I'm gonna use some of your thoughts. You know, I'm beginning to um, see the need for me to elaborate a little bit on your thoughts for my dissertation, Bob. Um, if I can just go around and ask everyone one question. What do you think with social injustice, what can the church, Pentecostal churches particularly, do about it? Anyone can drop in, Brother Wayne, <clears throat> Edward, Jeff. Well, I, I think that, you know, we don't, we, we can't just put our hands over our eyes and you speak to it as you speak to you speak a, a, about other sins. We talk about other sins. Why don't we talk about this sin? Because this sin is probably the most 
the problem with this sin is that it's one of the things that you find in the church as well. And it's one of those sins that we 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 know it's there, but we don't acknowledge it and we speak against it because it's probably one of the more destructive sins that we have that's 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 in our society. Um, Brother Jeff. Yeah, I, I, I you know, it, it's coming back to to true reconciliation, uh, the heart, uh, you know, towards one another. Um, you know, Jesus is not a respecter of person so everybody's on the same same playing field but there's been such oppression and bad behavior against skin color and through history on on they did not have the same chance they always were told that but really because of the the ways of money and people they really did not have the same opportunities because there was a stigma out there that needed to be destroyed about that and it come down to people in their thought process that were better than the next person which is still today not only in the in the race thing but in a lot of things in financial circles and and all kinds of different things the reconciliation has to be strong in the church again and the way we do that is by the hearts being changed and coming up confessing that hey there is an issue there and the only way they can be clear of that is repent and do what's right so the legal system and all this needs to be worked because there's there's really there's so many loopholes and things that don't protect people in these situations so it comes down to everything's a gray area well it's got to be spelled out and i don't know how that's going to happen but it's got to be there too you know and everybody got to get on that same page there's unfairness and that's what needs to get established and i believe the church can let that be known and maybe that'll carry like a that'll be like a virus going out that hey standing up and they get they get acknowledgement praise god that god might take that and and it might go like a wildfire i, I don't know i hope that's the case you know but it All begins right, so, with us. okay can i can i say something yeah brother edwin go ahead what can I mean, so that's the question what can the church do what what can the church do i think is really um it's really based on scripture looking at the kingdom of god invading on um, the kingdom of darkness and i think it's really incorporating and looking strongly at what a kingdom culture means to actually have the, the culture of the kingdom invade the darkness and i think one example is the world's culture uses black and white as a binary to divide so whenever you use black and white in language it's always gonna put you at odds with somebody and with history. But if you look at the construct of the use of black and white, its origin comes from, you know, the sin of slavery. And that sin in itself is rooted in uh, a destructive way. But if the kingdom of God comes to reconstruct that same culture, that, that, same, that same lost culture, it starts to intervene. It starts to bring the context of sonship 
okay? So I, in a way, I'm, what I'm trying to bring together is the fact that I think just the way we apply language in a situation can be useful versus using black and white. I understand for some people it's important to distinguish black and white to, in, in terms of making sense of the racial divide. But I think how we apply words, how we apply meaning to kind of coach towards language that um, ranks towards unity. So, you know, for me, in my own daily practice, I, I refrain from calling myself black. I, I, don't, I don't want that, that history imposed on me. I prefer to be who I am, Haitian American or um, a child of God, you know, and I break it down continually. If you're American, you're, you're African American or you're European American. I'm always trying to find a deeper context to try to find unity versus resting simply on a black and white binary, which has a history set to divide you. I think people are a little more complex and a little more complicated in the way, in the way that we use the language. So I think I think the culture needs to see a path out, and I think the way that we use words can be a part of that. Yeah, I like that. Just you know, finding uh, a medium to use words the right way. Edwin or um, our brother, uh, you want to jump in? Um, no, I'm fine, Pastor Alex. <laughs> I think you, you, you emphasized a strong point the last time. Um, Brother Marlon jumped in, or did it jump out? Or Brother Pierre, you want to jump into the conversation? That was good what you said, Brother Rick. Yeah, really yeah. good. You know, really just, good, yeah. Yeah, trying to define. Words, um, words, words help out. Yes. If I could jump in, I, I wanted to mention something else. I think uh, um, one of the th things that um, Brother Rick brought up was a root that um, we really need to try to combat. And I think um, a lot of these protests that are going on are people crying out in their pain and just wanting to be heard. Um, I, I, there's so many countless numbers of people who are, are, are in pain about this because the way that God has positioned us in this season, um, uh, attacks like this just speak so much more volumes to us and hits us in deeper ways than it could ever have done um, when there have been distractions. Um, I think that God has specifically allowed this to happen and I think um, as we begin to see this and as you get to see people in pain um i i was reminded pastor alex when you were initially asked your first question about what um about um what can we do as a church um i was just reminded of isaiah 61 um where isaiah prophesied um in and he was speaking as christ he said the spirit of the sovereign lord is on you uh, because the lord has appointed you to preach good news to the poor he has sent you, um, he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and freedom to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of our God's vengeance and to comfort all who mourn. And I think we need to, as Christians, as believers, um, like uh, Brother Gladstone said, we need to be able to use, um, to remind people that yes there needs to be justice that happens in this situation but the ultimate judge is going to provide the true justice that that is that we need uh many times people might not fully accept that but we have to be as christians um as believers be reminding them of the fact that this world is not our own um and that 
there is a God who will provide vengeance. I think another root that we can attack is is the root of pride. You know, um, when you look at those, when you look at the scriptures, the three common temptations are lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And I feel like one of this so this racial divide that um, that we're experiencing um, has strongly to do with with pride. And sometimes when we speak of pride, we don't bring up this idea of racial segregation, of racial superiority and inferiority. Um, and I think when we do dialogue about um, about this root, we have to be able to face the reality of of the product is is racial segregation. But what's going on in in our hearts is is pride. And when we speak to that root, we'll begin to see the fruit begin to change. And so I think um, I think that's another way that as believers we can add to this. Um, we can we can add to the change that needs to take place um, with this so situation. True. So true, Toby. In fact, the scripture you read is the call of my entire dissertation. That's where I actually clipped the preach freedom from. And, you know, part of the manifesto of Christ is to set the oppressed free. And as a church, you just emphasized it. You know, that's what we are meant to be doing. Brother Gladstone, you want to kind of round up here before we close up? Maybe you need to be unmuted. I know you haven't said anything, right? Um, you're, 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 you're there you are. Yes. Yep. I'm on? You're yep. on. Yes. Uh, we can have a long discussion about this, but it comes back down to love. And not just love by word. The agape love. The love of Christ. Love that realizes that you put aside color, nationality, creed. Until we can bring the love of Christ within our hearts and not only speak about it but act it out, I believe that's where the change is going to really come. And yeah. I agree on that and act on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so true. You know, Martin Luther King made a statement, uh, many of us are familiar with it. He said, Darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Light. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And the Bible has said, you know, uh, among these three remain, hate, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. So you just hit the nail on the head. Love is very important. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please subscribe.